You were created for more, and this show is meant to inspire and equip you with the tools you need to help you live on purpose. This is the podcast that keeps it real and highlights amazing business owners and impact makers so that you get your fire ignited and take your greatness out into the world. If you've got big dreams and know you were created for more, this is the place to be, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Created For More podcast. It's a gloomy day here in Southern California, even though it's supposed to be sunny and beautiful and springy, and even this week we're having a heat wave. The morning has been kind of gloomy and misty, and then and then it kind of like brightens up as the day goes on, but man, am I ready for for actual spring and summer and just having sunshine and being able to go outside and yeah, feel the warmth. Um, but anyways, that's not where we're at yet. So just wanted to share that uh, our weather is still acting a little bit wonky, but the podcast actually today's episode recording it was wonky too. My internet was unstable and kept freezing on me. So I was just like hoping that Tara's side would be good and uh, yeah, that's how we are. But she was amazing. Uh, you're going to love it. Uh, today's guest, she is so sweet, so fun, and so, so real. I felt like just this genuine care and human being on the other side of the screen who kind of made me feel like I, I've known her for years. She's, yeah, you'll, I hope you feel the same from her. Um, we talked about, Lots of things from weather to Disney and, of course, the business side of it and how we've grown and how she's grown in her career and life and business. So let's go meet her. Tara Lassiter is a copywriter and customer journey strategist. After 12 years modeling on QVC, she traded fashion for funnels, helping brands increase conversions by automating their inner miscongeniality. Although she's a big fan of home-based businesses, homeschooling, and home shopping channels, she leaves home weekly to visit Disney World. She is such a delight, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, hey, Tara. How's it going? It's going well. Going well. How are you? Good, good. I was just saying, it's like so gloomy here. Um, Oh, no. Where are you located? I am in Central Florida. I'm about 20 minutes from Disney World. Oh, that's why you go there every week. <laughs> yes. Cool. I'm like maybe 40 minutes from Disneyland. Do you go? Uh, no. No? Oh, not your jam. I mean, I love it. We okay. went, when did we go? In January? No, we went in November. We went last November. And mm-hmm. I used to go a lot because my background is in event planning. And we used oh. to do events at a nearby hotel. And they, we did so many events at this one particular hotel. When my older two girls were really small, they would sign us in for free. Oh, so we did go like maybe a couple times a year. Not a lot. Not like every week. <laughs> <laughs> and then we kind of went away from that hotel and we didn't really go and like so we went in November but prior to that it had been like eight years so my youngest daughter I was pregnant with her and she was born like a week later eight years ago or at that time and so she had never been to Disneyland also it's magical it's her first time yeah it was so yeah for all of us because even my big girls you know they were like 
like six and eight or seven and eight, something like that. And um, yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's a special place. We don't go for long now since it's close, but we just like to pop in and see the fireworks and have a Mickey bar and just disconnect from reality for a little bit. (laughs) Sure. So you guys have season passes? Yeah. Wow. Very cool. Yeah. So I, I enjoy it. It's our happy place. Yeah. Well, it's fun for sure. For sure. And you guys have nice weather because we do. It's, it's like 85 today. My daughter's right now. So it's, yeah, we're spoiled. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we're usually pretty similar and spoiled too, but I don't know this winter, like we've been, it was a strange winter. It was, it was unusually cool. It was, it was different. Yeah, yeah, but every in everywhere across the country have some unusual weather patterns. Like no one had their typical Probably. winter. Yeah, it rains so much. Hopefully it'll um, be a really green summer. I hope so. Right? Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, I want to start by just um I've already gotten to know the the official and professional bio of who you are, but yeah. tell us who you are and kind of how oh, you got I here and, and taking us back a little bit. Um, so how I got here, because who I am, I think, would take longer than the time we have. But <laughs> how I got here, I started at QVC. Um, my son was a one. So that was 2008. And I was there for 12 years. And I got to be on air selling, you know, jewelry, shoes, you know, all the things that come to your Amazon packages every day. And I got to work with really, really cool women. And I was incredibly inspired because I saw how they ran their businesses. I saw that they brought their families with them. Mm. And I saw the ways that they dealt with people who weren't necessarily high profile, how they were willing to be friendly and open and answer questions and that they were just like us. And there was a specific show where I was selling body butter and everyone started to cheer at the end of the hour. Um, right. Josie, Josie yeah, she was, yeah, she was one of my, probably my favorite client. We were super, super close. So at the end of the hour, everyone starts to cheer. And so I cheer too, because, you know, go team. Yay. But I didn't understand what they were cheering for. We had sold a million dollars worth of product in that one hour. So I had only made a hundred bucks. So that immediately piqued my interest, right? Because it's like, okay, I'm in this great environment and clearly I'm not taking best advantage of it because there's something much bigger going on that I'm not plugged into. So I went to the Google and I started to research like what is happening? I learned about direct response marketing and the power of persuasion and, and power words and all the different copywriting techniques that were being used that I didn't realize it. But I was having a masterclass in copywriting on set every day and seeing how they built their businesses, but then how they sold these products that, you know, that they created from their hearts. And that's what led me here in 2020. I was a pandemic pivoter, like lots of other people. QVC didn't shut down completely, but I didn't want to, it shut down enough that it was like, okay, you need to do something else because we weren't sure when it was ever, if or when things were going to return to normal. And I had been studying copywriting. I had been using it in our Amazon FBA business. My husband and I have a private label business on the side. And I said, this is my chance. So I signed up for copy school and I jumped into marketing and then into digital marketing. It started with copywriting and then funnels. And that's what really brought me here because I really want to help people. I call QVC my golden handcuffs. Like I love it. I loved it. It was the best, but it was also 24 hours. I was constantly tired. It was live. I didn't know if I was working 3 p.m. or 3 a.m. Like we had to literally use military time because never there was no two weeks that were alike. And I was also a homeschool mom at the time. 
So my children, my business, and then this cool career that I loved, but it wasn't the best for me as a a wife and a mother, and it wasn't the best for my health. Mm. Oh my gosh, this is so cool. (laughs) I love Josie Moran. I actually have a QVC delivery arriving today with her product. Yes, (laughs) it'll be nice and argan loved and moisturized. Yeah, she's awesome. She's incredible. Yes, yes. Oh, that's so cool. I've probably seen you on TV too. My mom has always been a fan of QVC. And oh, well, thanks, mom. It, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, when people would tell me that, I would be like, that's job security. Thank you. For sure, for <laughs> sure. And she, she always tells me, go get the daily special today. Yes. <laughs> okay, mom, on my way. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this. Um, I actually have another friend, client, um, who was in like the, marketing side of QVC and also okay. left during the pandemic and she's now an interior designer Ooh. and doing phenomenally well so I love it well I love all of this I love that you also were watching your environment you know mm-hmm. like how many people stay in that situation where they just stay burnt out because it's safe and comfortable and like what they know Whereas, you know, you looked at it through that different lens of, I want to be more present at home and how the heck are they selling a million dollars worth of stuff right now? Now we're like, (laughs) right. And it wasn't entirely voluntary as well. I started to have migraines. I started to have random pains. I started to get, you know, bronchitis or the flu. Like I was getting sick much more often. And when I went to the doctor, she was like, you have to, you have to sleep. You don't sleep. So like we needed a baseline of just a normal schedule of resting and having that was something I didn't have for 12 years. So I knew that it wasn't sustainable, but you're right. Like I had to also be willing to say no to something that I love to say yes to something else that I love and to see that as an opportunity and not as a loss. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I have um, kind of similar story in a sense. But the first time that I found this online space was through an event, because that's what my background was since 2003. Mm -hmm. We did an event in 2008. And same thing. I was like, you're making how much from home? (laughs) What? What what is happening? (laughs) I was like, all right, total game changer. How do I get in on this? And here we are. Yeah. Um, What made you interested in like the copy and marketing part of it? So It was amazing to me that QVC seemed like like a money faucet, right? Like Mm. as soon as we went live, they have these screens in the back that it's illegal to take pictures of. So you won't ever see it online. But we know exactly what words, what actions, what product shots cause. They call them spikes. And so all of a sudden you'll see these calls just rush in. And that was so exciting to me that we were able to really like manipulate is not the word I want to use, but like affect, you know, like um, Mm -hmm. encourage human behavior with words and touches and angles. And that was so interesting that marketing, selling things has so many facets that we don't really talk about. And I like the science, like I like the nerdy part of it to see the data and to understand that certain models were better for certain products and certain times of day. And we just had so many different things that we were able to track. And that really drew me to it because it felt like something I could, I could, dive deep into and, and, and master. Nice. I love it. So very cool. Um, all right. So now let's talk about that beginning part of your business, because Mm -hmm. what a transition, you know, like being on screen, um, pretty corporate job, not the normal corporate, but 
intense, right? Yes. And then going to like have to do it on your own. What were some of those first steps that you took and what, what worked and what didn't work for you? So I started with my network. And the thing that if I could go back and tell myself, it was that um, it's okay to pick the type of work you want to do. So mm-hmm. I was given a lot of advice to say, like, don't say no to any work. So I would do anything, you know, re- whether it was a website or a resume, mm-hmm. a LinkedIn profile, like anything in between. If it was writing, I was willing to do it. But I was I ended up doing something else that I didn't love, like it didn't light me up. And I found a new way to be busy, but busy isn't necessarily productive because it's not always moving the needle if it doesn't pay as much. But also if it's not pulling you closer to your goals, it's like, what are you doing? So that was really a confidence thing because I felt very confident as a model and an actress, but I didn't yet feel confident publicly as a businesswoman. It was something I had done Mm. behind the scenes, but I hadn't really shared this part of myself and my marketing strategist mind with the world. And I wish that I had done that sooner because once I planted a stake in the ground and said, look, I really, really, really want to help women have more time to do the things, whatever their thing is, if it's, you know, ice skating or homeschooling or traveling or whatever their thing is, I want to help you have more time and your business doesn't have to, it it can complement that and not take over your whole life. So you don't have to trade one golden handcuffs for another set of golden handcuffs and funnels are the way that you really like streamline it because you have a plan, you have a strategy, you have a system, and this is your new money faucet. This is the way you turn on the money faucet Mm -hmm. when your bills need to be paid. And instead of like throwing spaghetti at the wall and finding things that stick or trying to find things that stick, you can say, this is my top of funnel strategy. I use emails in the middle of the funnel. And this is what I do after I get them on a call or a demo or a trial, whatever your first step is for your business. And you can really outline that process and make it really clear and then build your life to look how you want it to look instead of always feeling around in the dark. Thousand percent. (laughs) I love it. And so many of, so many, so many people in my audience are moms Mm-hmm. trying to run a business at the same time. And so I feel like we're such a different group of people, right? Yes. And our hearts, <clears throat> excuse me, our hearts are so ready and willing to give yes. all the time, no yes. matter what, which is beautiful and amazing. I don't ever want that to go away. Yes. But also use that give, giving and that big heart for yourself. Yes. For peace and sanity and rest. And, yes, and, yeah, and to replenish yourself. Yes, yep. Our business should not be something that we get burnt out from. It really should give us the life and the lifestyle that we'd like to yes. live. I totally agree. Yes. yes. Awesome, awesome. Um, where would you, where do you suggest starting with like our, our lead funnel and just funnels in general? Like what is the the best one to start with, I guess, is what I'm asking. So I think a lot of times with new businesses, they automatically assume their top of funnel is social media. Mm. Not all social media platforms are created the same. And that's something I've really been trying to educate clients and like the public on in general. Um, not every platform is a search platform. So if you're wondering why you're not getting as much reach, it's because it's more of a nurture platform. And it's when someone who's found you on a search platform or a reach platform is able to find out more about you and do a deeper dive and kind of bend your your point of view and your personality and then sell themselves on you. And I suggest all businesses start with, this is how I'm going to show up. 
And some businesses have, you know, 10 or 20 hours a week to show up and other businesses might have one or two. You know, like I said, I work part time, so I don't have 10 hours to be on social media every week, but I still have to show up. So you have to choose your top of funnel, meaning the places where you're going to get traffic and where new people are going to find you very strategically and make sure that it matches your your long term availability so that it's something that you can stick with. Yeah, very cool. I never thought about it in the way that not everything is searchable. Mm-mm. So there's searchability within these platforms, but you're talking about searchability just on the World Wide Web to begin yeah. with, right? Right. Like, um, so we'll we'll say like Pinterest. That's a searchable platform. If you look for, uh, let's say, PR strategies for small businesses, Pinterest uh, pins will come up. Mm. So if you look for LinkedIn, LinkedIn is a searchable platform. So if they're looking for marketing strategists, you will come up if you have that in your headlines. So this is something that um, you can be found by new people on a regular basis. And it's something that is important to your business because if new people aren't finding you, you're stagnant. And if you're not growing, you're shrinking. I love that. Yeah, I I absolutely love it. Social media is such a powerful platform and tool to use. And you can reach so many more people if you start before that, right? And bring them in closer. Yes. Cool. Very cool. So if that's the first step, then what would be the next? Would it be something like social media? Um, So nurture. So nurture could be something like an Instagram. It could be something like a YouTube channel, which is searchable, but also because it's long form. It could Mm -hmm. be podcasts. Podcasts are like a little bit long uh, searchable, but also very long form. So someone can know you and your personality, your point of view by giving you consistent uh, attention for Mm -hmm. a certain amount of time. But email is my favorite. So if you give someone something free, something cool, something that helps them have a quick win or something inspiring. I think a lot of people underestimate the power of like white papers and case studies. And when you're telling a story and showing the transformation that you've been able to achieve for someone else, Mm. it resonates because, you know, like you said, before we started, people love to see themselves in someone else's story. So the more you give people the opportunity to see what you've done for other people, then they're like, oh, can he or she do that for me? So mm-hmm. allow them in exchange for their email to sign up for a case study, a white paper, something that demonstrates a transformation of some type and email them regularly. Have a two-way conversation, ask questions, see what they're interested in and pay attention to the data. Pay attention to what subject lines are getting more opens and what topics are getting more clicks and replies because that is your goal. That's your yeah. audience saying, this is what we want from you. I love my email list. Like, yes. I mean, I love my Instagram people too, but my email list are just like, I don't know. They have yeah, it's home. <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. They are. Um, I love that. So I know that that's part of the secret sauce, but can you give us like one word that's like a, a spike word or one of those words that like bring massive effect that you've noticed? This. Humans are inherently nosy. So oh, when you just like sentence, the word this, if you end a sentence with the word this, mm. they have to see what this is. Now, some people say that's spammy and clickbaity. So I would say use it with caution. Don't have every subject line have right, this. Right. <laughs> but that is somewhere where if you're, you know, just at a loss for words and you're not sure how you want to present something new and cool or how you want to sneak peek something and start to build interest for something, this 
Don't say exactly what all of it is, but um, talk about the problem that you're solving and say, if you are looking to solve XYZ problem, check out this. Like you just can't not check it out. You have to, because it just appeals to human nature. Yeah. I, I can feel that. I think I've used it maybe a couple of times too. So mm-hmm. I'll have to go back and see what the, the data shows about it. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. So since we're talking about our email list and how much we love them, I think that, well, two things. One is that first impression of bringing them in and really like nurturing them. So this welcome sequence, that's your free gift also that you offer to us, right? Yes, I call it howdy, which I understand is quite corny, but it's effective. So I like stick with it and it always makes me smile. And it's just a framework that I use to welcome someone into your world. It's based on the stages of awareness. So if someone's coming to you completely, not really completely unaware, because they wouldn't sign up if they're unaware. So let's say problem aware, it moves them through the stages of awareness so, so that they're able to see how you can help them in the end. And then hopefully take that next step, which like I said before, every business is different, but it might be a call or a demo or a trial or a sample, but whatever that first step is in demonstrating their motivated interest, how do you will get them from problem aware to most aware? I love it. And I love the cheesiness of the word howdy. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> One, because I'm super cheesy, but oh. also because it gives me like farm cowgirl vibes. And I love that. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking of Sheriff Woody the whole time I was writing stuff. Woody. And then I literally had so many like cowboy references in the download that I was like, Tara, you have to bring yourself in, which is now another one. Sorry. But I had to bring myself in. <laughs> And take some of them out because I just got totally carried away, but I really enjoyed it. But I hope that the fun that I'm having and being cheesy and creating it is also Mm -hmm. something that you're able to translate into your welcome sequences because Mm -hmm. people buy from people they know and like and trust. So and like really comes from showing your personality. How are you different than the other people who have the certifications and years of experience and, you know, all of the accolades that you might you may have as well. You separate yourself by being being different, being unique, being cheesy sometimes. I I totally agree with that. I feel like that's sometimes what we try to hide, but when we bring it out, that's when we really connect with someone, the right yes. someone, you know, like yes. there's going to be somebody that teaches just the way you do, but if they're not cheesy, they're not going to be for me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I want uh, to enjoy my business. I enjoy the people I talk to. I enjoy my clients. Like I look forward to these things. So if there's a part of it that I'm not enjoying, it doesn't really fit my values because I'm fun. And I yeah. want to work with fun people. Bring it on, girl. You're speaking yes. the language. <laughs> so cool. So the Howdy framework will be in the show notes. So you can grab that as well as Tara's website and LinkedIn and Instagram. So you can connect with her. Let us know that you listened to this episode and loved it. And Tara, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed talking with you, Lisa. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'll see you next time then. All right.